Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a special episodic discussion. We will be talking about Ninja Gaiden, more importantly, the Itagaki games from the PS3 era and the Xbox era. But we have some guests here. I'd like to start off with my co-host, Mr. Bio Devil Dom. Introduce yourself, good sir. How's it going tonight, guys? Uh, Bio Devil Dom. Looking forward to talking about this uh, amazing series. Uh, you know, definitely gonna be interesting to talk about some of these games and uh yeah can't wait to get right into it next we have mr arcane magic introduce yourself good sir hi i'm a fan i love the series can't wait for four if we don't screw it up <laughs> oh well well you remember we can get a fucking what was it like a musical or some shit of that but we can't Dude. get an actual announcement for a game oh yeah musical don't wait a musical yeah, I don't know if it was a musical. It was something. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't related to video games. I know that much because uh, they. Oh, I'll flip out now. Whatever. But let's I'll get to um, let's get to Mr. James. So James, could you introduce yourself, good sir? How's it going, guys? Love Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Um, they should never have gotten rid of Itagaki. <laughs> Ninja oh, Gaiden three. Well, he's a pervert, so that's what he gets. <laughs> I praise that man. <laughs> no, but seriously, he was committed sexual harassment, so he had to come in. All right, and next up we have Mr. Brian Word. So introduce yourself, good sir. This is the Milk Dud artist speaking yeah. in a combo full of weebs. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just go with that. So we have <laughs> the first question on the documents. I'm going to take this one. What is your first oh, experience was, with? You missed somebody. Unless I... if Reapers isn't. Man, let this man be mute. Fuck, man. I I was trying to be <laughs> sneaky. Uh, I'm in here, but I'm not gonna be talking because I'm not a weeaboo. Something Thank God, shut up. That's the guy who plays Persona. Shut up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome so, to the TCP, everybody. <laughs> so let's get to the first question, which is, what is your first experience with the Ninja Gaiden games, and describe how you got into them. Do you yeah. mind if I start? Yeah. Go ahead. Wow. Um, so for me, it was, um, I went to a GameStop, I think I was like maybe 14 or 15 at the time, um, and I saw the first, uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma on PS3, um, and I looked at it and I was just like, well, this looks pretty cool, and I've, I've never played this, so I've been meaning to pick it up, but I just never had the chance to, so I decided to pick it up. Um, my mom actually paid for it, so it was pretty nice, and, um, I, uh, I played that game, and I think the thing that I liked about it the most was that, um, you know, that first, like, entry level where you see it's just very, like, feudal Japan-like, um, or just, like, the style of the areas that you first encounter before you progress through the game, uh, I think that was just, like, my favorite part, because you can see, like, some dull colors in the beginning but then when you move on to the next chapter it's very vibrant oranges to like very dark shades of like brown and whatnot so i really like the uh contrasting colors here and there uh but yeah that that was like my first experience with that um i moved on to ninja gaiden 2 the same year on my birthday uh, my mom got the second game for me because i asked for it um, and the funny story about that was that um, when I went to a, a separate GameStop, they had the game up for uh, for new, but they only had it listed as a used price thing. So I got the game for like a few bucks off. Um, 
played the hell out of that game. Uh, some asshole that was a former friend of mine stole it from me, uh, which I hope the worst form of cancer uh, upon. And uh, yeah, I ended up getting that game back eventually because I bought it again. So uh, yeah. And then I, I played a little bit of three and three Razor's Edge, but I don't have a full opinion on it. What about you, James? Um, All right, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on when I first got into I think I started with Ninja Gaiden 2. I never played the first one. But uh, I don't know. I just love ninjas, and I guess I just ran into it one day. I think it may have been GameStop as well as Dom uh, had the same experience like that, I guess. Um, I don't know. I love the gore. I like the ninja stuff. I got into it mostly because I think the reputation as well of it. Um, but yeah, that's about my story. I don't quite have anything uh, extravagant to say on it. I will say same here. I heard about the series being ball-bustingly hard. I heard a lot of people talking about it saying things like, oh man, this game is, you know, great. Uh, a lot of people really compared it to uh, Devil May Cry when I talked to them. I mean, there's nothing like DMC, uh, but it's its own thing. So I kind of picked it up from hearing that from word of mouth saying that this was very hard. It had a lot of elements that were very new, like the way you can traverse through the terrain really fast. That was really interesting the to me. The dismemberment, too. Yeah, and the dismemberment. I think when they start introducing, like, obliteration techniques in the second game, it was fucking crazy. Cut they off. had obliteration in the first game as well. They but did, but it, 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 yeah, it wasn't it was, quite as graphic. Yeah, it wasn't as graphic. It was tame. Uh, so to see that stuff in that game was, you know, very cool to see. I think that yeah. some of the Nimpo magic, all that stuff, really yeah. got me going from playing the first game. And then I moved to the second one. And then afterwards, I got my hands on Razor's Edge, which we'll talk about later. But I'm not too <laughs> fond of this one, to be honest. Right. So you uh, know, um, I, I don't mean to interrupt, um, but like when you talked about some of the things that they uh, did, like I, um, I guess I can kind of see the comparisons just because Devil May Cry was kind of a big inspiration for a lot of uh, hack and slash games. Uh, you know, as far as like hey. how they played and whatnot. Well, you know, people uh, were saying, you know, how people were saying, like um, when a new hack and slash game came out, and a lot of people caught on to it. People were saying that this was very revolutionary for his time there was really mm. um nothing that compared to it when it came out until the next hack and slash game so something like that where people right. were saying this was the new cool shit and everyone should get their hands on it asap i think uh, i didn't want to not, say something hmm? yeah i was trying to um the comparison comes from the difficulty because it's both unknown for being difficult can, can i can i say something on that mm -hmm. no <laughs> like comparison and difficulty like to me it kind of well as far as vanilla one and vanilla two comparison and difficulty to like Devil May Cry it kind of depends on which game because like I remember so, my do use three as a reference okay using three I would say like vanilla three compared to vanilla one and two it was like vanilla one to me in my early days of playing vanilla one it was like it was hard up until a certain point and then it was like Oh, okay. I get used to it. Vanilla two, even on normal, was about as hard as Vanilla three for me, cause, cause like some of the things, some of the things for me, it was like Vanilla three, you you get wrecked just from not being careful and being too over the top and all over the place. Like you're supposed to be over the top, but you don't go over the top to where it gets you 
killed just because you land in the wrong spot. Vanilla 2, on the other hand, is as hard as Vanilla DMC 3. But then the thing is, it's not hard because you land in the wrong spot in the wrong time. Because if you play Ninja Gaiden 1, you know that you can't just go in guns blazing the whole time. You gotta learn how to how to pick your spots correctly. And maneuver around the battlefield. Well, you know, yeah. you know how they say when when a game comes out, people like to generalize. I think yeah. people were doing that just because at that point, Ninja Gaiden came out around 2004, right? I Something think uh, I think that was before DMC3, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, no, 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 no. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I think a lot of people were basing their comparisons just on the first game, and then when the third game rolled around, I think that's when more Ninja Gaiden... Yeah, after that, more Ninja Gaiden games started pouring out, so I think they based it on the first game alone. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it's like the the comparison and difficulty between the two is like, I think Vanilla 1 would have been harder than... Vanilla, Vanilla 3, excuse me, would have been harder than Vanilla Ninja Gaiden 1. But Vanilla 2 is, I would think, is a bit harder than Vanilla DMC 3, but for a different reason. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing that I, I did want to mention as far as, like, what it, what it uh, had going for it is that um, one thing I, I actually really like about Ninja Gaiden as opposed to something like um, hack and slash games like Devil May Cry is that the platforming uh, is actually pretty decent. Uh, compared to most hack and slash games, um, you know, Devil May Cry is not something that had a strong suit in platforming. But for Ninja Gaiden's case, it w it was done very well because you had things like wall running and like the um, what is it, the wall jumps that you did to kind of like progress upward and whatnot. So I think that uh, they really nailed the platforming in the, that series. Yeah, sure. there wasn't yeah. a lot but... of dumb. Um, what do you call those things when you jump in a hole and you die? Bottomless pits. There wasn't a lot of those, so yeah. I mean, if yeah, you want a lot and, of them. Well, comparing it to, compare Democrat to Ninja Gaiden, there's quite a few things that Ninja Gaiden does better than Democrat, which Capcom should take notes from, Team Ninja. Um, mm -hmm. But that will, I'll get into that to later. Mm -hmm. But um, before we continue on Jarell with the question, uh, I didn't go on how I started on Ninja Gaiden. Go ahead. Well, for me, it actually started from Dead or Alive. That was the first, my technically my first experience with Ninja Gaiden because you know they're in the game. Yeah. So yeah, then eventually later down the line, I played it on my friend's PlayStation Three on Sigma One. I I couldn't play the game to save my life. I was so confused. I the game felt a little clunky to me, so I stopped playing. And then of course years later, I got the game now, and man, I love the series so much. <coughs> but it's it's a long roll. I don't know how I became a Ninja Gaiden fan. Also, before we did uh, derail that, I don't think Brian. I don't think you went. Mine, mine is about is almost about the same as Brian's. Like, like the first time I had a small taste of it was when I would play the first time I played Dead or Alive three with my cousin, who oddly enough is James, and you know, I saw sure. I saw <laughs> it was like I saw Ryu on a character, so I was like, oh hey, it's a ninja. What if he plays like the guy from that other game? <laughs> and so I started, and so I started playing, and it was like me and him. It was my first time. I was pushing buttons, and you know, I was actually getting, I was actually getting in as good as my cousin was giving to me. As so I was even having doing stuff like having Ryu flip off the wall and stuff. It, it was amazing. And then 
my dad got me Ninja Gaiden for Xbox for my birthday. Because I didn't expect it. I heard a lot of great stuff about it. And I started playing. And it was like, right away I realized, like, okay, can't quite play this game. Just going in gung-ho. And I got in my first boss fight. That pretty much set the tone for me for how this game was going to go. And you got that ass fan. But, hey, I, I still persevered, and I beat the game for the first time. It was a proud moment. And I would go back, I would play the game over there, it was like, it was like refining my skills. And then, when Vanilla 2 came out, my dad got me that for my birthday, too. And it was like, it was great, the mechanics were a lot more fluid, and they were more controllable. And, you know, the first few boss fights didn't really have any trouble. Until... What was it? What was that one? What did they look like? That freaking mutant demon earthworm in South America. It was like, because oh, like, cause like, there's a point where you jump down, you're in a cave, and you really have to fight this thing. Oh, that thing. Caves. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes and, that boss either. And the thing can scorpion you, and you pretty much get attached to its mouth as it hauls you through the tunnel, and you take damage. I think they removed that boss in Sigma 2. They did. Good. Good. But now I kind of miss it. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Nostalgia. Then, yeah. Yeah. I got Sigma, yeah, I got Sigma 1 and 2 uh, at a later point after college and played a lot like the originals, but I was a little bit pissed because, you know, they didn't really, because like they only came out on PlayStation and I was even madder given the given the aesthetics of the violence in Sigma 2, among other things. And then 3 came out. Thanks, Japan. Like, yeah, it was like, 3 came out, it was like, I heard it was bad, and I played it. I thought 3, for the most part, retained the gameplay, and it was alright, but I can see why people didn't like it. And I was kind of glad when they updated for Razor's Edge, but it still didn't quite feel like the previous two games. But, uh, they tried though, but their some of the aesthetics from Ninja Gaiden Three still carried over, and which was the issue. Yeah, but I still I still like the modern series, so that that's pretty much my experience. All right, so we have question number two, Mister Bow Devil Dong. Could you read that off, please? What is what has been your favorite Ninja Gaiden game from the PS3 trilogy? Um, for me, I would have to say. I like the first two. It's kind of hard for me to pick between those two. Um, I like two because combat-wise, it's a lot better than one. But one for like a design. level design and story design, I kind of like that a little bit more. But then again, two has a lot of uh, more unique weapons. They add in a lot of stuff that wasn't in one. So you know, I'm, I'm kind of like split between those two because I like both games almost equally. Um, three, obviously, I haven't really played too much, but what I've played, uh, didn't really like it too much. Uh, played a little bit of Razor's Edge as well, um, but that was just through the demo that they have. Um, I like the Razor's Edge demo a lot more than three. Like, <laughs> fucking three vanilla is just not fun. I, I also hate the Nimpo in both versions of three. I, I don't, I don't like it at all, but, um... You know, that said, uh, I think that 3 Vanilla and then 3 Razor's Edge, both of them have things that are good, but overall, that game is just not as good as 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, can I go next? 
to piggyback off Dom, actually, uh, uh, yeah, my favorite hands down is two, just strictly on the gameplay alone, just two, and it just nails it. Though I will admit, though, Ninja Gaiden Three vs Edge did some improvements over two, like it was slightly smoother, the animations were more fluid, um, the combat was a lot more passive paced. Well, you know, you, you get the idea. But there are some things that three did that two didn't do. But overall, two was better, design wise was better because you know three never kind of fucked everything over. But but as far as the first game, yeah, I like the level designs, like Dom said. And also, There's also health what? items in one and two, unlike three. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking dumb. We'll, we'll get there soon, Dom. Just hold on. <laughs> I think. But but um, the weapons, honestly, most of them kind of sucked in the first game. Well, we'll get and to so those. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. those later. Yeah, we'll get to those. Um, oh, yeah, I... overall, two was the best. One, second best. Three, Razor's Edge was decent. Mm -hmm. Cool. Go ahead. I would say um, I really like the nostalgic value of the first game. First game really has a lot of cool secrets and stuff in it. Two's not bad. But I don't like the fact that they sort of gimped that game a little bit in terms of the violence. It's weird that they took that out for these purple bursts of mist that come from the enemy's neck when you cut them. So it's, it's weird how they got rid of the dismemberment and turned it into... Well, it's still there, but it's just like no blood. Um, I, can, I, can I can tell you exactly how they try to explain that away to make it fit for Sigma 2. They'd be like, well, you know, the net, the the evil ninjas they're gonna turn the fiends anyway so you know it's not like they're really human and it's like they they're, they're still alive they still bleed yeah so i don't like that they did that but i like the fact that they added in a bunch of new content to sigma 2 with the yep. whole um i think they had different weapons different projectiles stuff that wasn't in the original and it was 1080p so that was really good to I think appreciate. they also had exclusive costumes yeah. But uh, unfortunately, the PS3 version of 2 did not have as many costumes as uh, Vanilla 3. Or color um, choices, for that matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of EX colors, different variations. Like, like Ryu had a lot of cool fucking costumes in the 360 version really uh, that did. aren't present in the PS3 version. Although, I think the PS3 version has uh, Joe Hayabusa's uh, ninja costume. Uh, for Ryu to use, which isn't on the 360 version, as well as the uh, Zhao Yun armor costume that you don't get in the 360 version. Also, real is... quick, uh, I just want to give my quick impressions on Razor's Edge. I really don't like that game that much. I mean, I commend them for fixing some problems, but some of the bosses that carried over from Ninja Gaiden 3 are just stupid. I man that dinosaur boss in particular you know oh, the one God. that fucking knocks his head on the ground that is the stupidest boss of all time I, I i have to say that like that is the dumbest boss ever so i don't know what they're thinking with this game i'm glad that they went back and they tried to fix it but there's some stuff with the nimpo and the healing that i really don't like in that game i i think they should have kept potions too but that's just me so it, overall, and they also uh remove fiends from three like three doesn't even have those yeah so yes they do well oh i didn't know that they had fiends yeah really. the vanguards those little eye things those are fiends they are mm. yeah. no, no the, no, the van well apparently the vanguards the vanguards according to the wiki anyway 
those are actually the purple the purple things with the small wings oh okay yeah it's uh. yeah it's i i didn't really see the point in having them anywhere because it's like there's like difficulty exclusive that's all actually well it's been a while since i played razor's edge but it's like personally i just thought story-wise there was no real point of them being there whatsoever also, I just wanted to say, uh, I think real quick to rank these games, the first one and the second one are awesome. The third one is meh. So that's how I feel about it. I never played Yaiba, but that is a question in the <laughs> don't, document. Don't. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> real, real quick, real quick, before everybody gets triggered. Shut up. I feel I feel the same way that Ren does. It's <laughs> like, much as I loved Razor's Edge compared to, compared to Vanilla 3, it's just... One and two pretty much overshadow that game. By a mm -hmm. long shot. It does. Yeah. So that's uh, what I, I think. mentioned for that discussion now. <laughs> so I think uh, Brian should read off number three. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Alright. What is your hopes and aspirations for the proposed Ninja Gaiden four and how could Tegmo bring new elements to the forefront after Ninja Gaiden three was reviewed so purely? Well, story wise because I've read as much lore in like especially in like the first game as possible and I'm and I went back and read the lore for like Ninja Gaiden two. Three is just anyway. The lore for one and two pretty much explains <laughs> the entire background for all the modern Ninja Gaiden games. So it's like at this point they're really just gonna have to like bring back the original thing that's responsible for all the fiends. Mm. And it's like uh, it what, can what? easily make up make up stuff. I mean, Nick, for the spin-off game on uh, Dragon Sword, I'm not sure you guys are aware of that one. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I heard of it, but I never played it. I saw the story for it, and I read about some of the background for some of the items, and yeah, they they definitely pulled something out their backsides, but they kind of made it work. It was still silly, but they made it work. But yeah. overall, it's like if they just I feel like the really the biggest way to end this off, cause like, cause like when you're talking about the Holy Vigor Emperor who was an archfiend and Vazda who was an archfiend, it's like really, these guys are archfiends, but there was still something that came before them, and it's like kill off the thing that made them, and it's like, you know, you never know, maybe he'll take the rest of the evil with him. As far as like new gameplay elements, uh, pretty much. Pretty much bring back the potions or herbs or whatever. Um, <clears throat> bring, that, bring back the potions or herbs or whatever way he heals. Um, if they're going to do the thing, if they were to do the thing from three, had that be a thing where if he runs out of items, he can sacrifice he can sacrifice Nimpo to heal himself. I would actually argue, if you don't mind me interrupting really quick, I would actually argue that um, what they should do is maybe give you like different styles of Nimpo. Like if you like that particular style, you can use that style. If you like the traditional style from the reboot series, you can use it that way. Or maybe like a, a kind of like a hybrid style that kind of mixes the two uh, together or maybe even a actually, whole new style to use. Hey, Dom, um, actually, I have an idea how that could work. Instead of just having the bar as your nimpo, have it as just your standard key meter or whatever. Because in Ninja Gaiden 3, like, characters like Momoji can use her nimpo without using actual nimpo. She can use magic, fireballs out of her hand freely. Yeah, she, she can actually heal her. Yeah, her being a so, shrine and whatnot. 
Yeah. So you're saying right. that it should just be like a regular projectile, whereas the mm. quote-unquote gauge should be like an ultimate? No, uh, something like that. Like, if the gauge is full and if you use it for Nempo, it should be like a stronger variant of Nempo. But if you don't use it for that, it should be like an enhancement for certain moves. Like, if you want stronger on Swallow Dive, you can use it for that. Or if you want a stronger in Zona Drop, you can use your magic for that or something like that, you know? Yeah, I can see that working out, actually. That's just like an enhancement bar, like in fighting games. Yeah, I can actually see that working out. You know what I want? I'm I'm surprised they didn't do this yet, but weapons on the fly. I mean, why not? Because it beats going into a menu and picking something. Maybe they could have something set up where it's like, you know... And do that, because just use the D-pad right or left to switch between them. Like, that could work, actually. Well, yeah, but I was thinking in more of a vein of, like, Neo, where you can switch them, like, quickly. Like, it only takes, like, a few seconds um, to switch either what style you're using. Maybe that would be uh, pretty good to see styles and, like, different swords and staffs that mm -hmm. Ryu could use, just like Neo. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't necessarily work unless you mean, like, a broadsword or, like, his standard katana. Or... Maybe, like, maybe, like, a more, uh... Um, different stances. Different stances or something more along the lines of something that is offensive or defensive. Like, you could switch it up. Uh, if you need to parry more and do more moves that relates to being more defensive, then you could use that style to your advantage, while you could use other styles to be more offensive in your attacks. I know it sounds a little weird, but... That's how um, it is in Neo a little bit, where you can switch up the styles. That actually wouldn't necessarily work in Ninja Gaiden's favor because they you technically already have that, not in style switching, but you know, your guard button does everything you need to do. It's up to you on how good you are at parry and encountering. So you have everything right there as it is. They do have certain techniques, like still on bone as well, that I want to see uh. elaborated on. Um, yes. But I was just explaining for that in general. Like, I think having some sort of a, a more critical way to deal with like bosses and shit because for me personally Ninja Gaiden does not seem like a series um, where the boss battles are very very intricate it's like you either attack and get hit or you just deal out the damage that you're doing to the boss and you have to watch out for ultimate so I, I think that having more strategy to some of the fights will be a lot more interesting to see I agree, actually. I know, like, the bosses and then got in immediately. All they are just feels like a lesser enemy with a big health bar. It, it, yeah, it feels, it, it feels like you're just beating up on, like, a piece of wood until it dies, and then it has, like, special attacks um, that could either really fuck you up or not. And I, and I do think that the whole uh, potion thing should come back, because I thought that technique you did in Ninja Gaiden 3 where you have to, like, heal, and it takes, like, eight years to do, that is so stupid. <sighs> So, um, I think that for me, like, uh, what I'd like to see for, like, a Ninja Gaiden 4, um, I guess I'd like to really just see them kind of tie in the reboot series to the original NES series, because that's still considered canon. Um, so I'd like to see how that kind of just, you know, maybe gets linked together. Um, you know, and perhaps they can even do like fully fledged remakes of those games, whether they be side scrollers in you know in full 3D or uh, redone you know animated sprites, uh, or or you know just doing fully fledged remakes to where they play like the modern games, uh, and they can introduce like new things like new weapons and uh, bosses and enemy types and whatnot. Um, 
but for a Ninja Gun 4, I'd like to see them kind of like tie in that stuff together. And, um, you know, I, I'd also like to see some new, like, crazy weapons because we saw, like, for Ninja Gun 2, uh, we saw things like the Tonfas, we saw things like the, um, what was it? Oh, the. Chaco. Well, that was in the first game as well. Yeah, but not but... like that, though. They have practical ones, actually, because that they... would actually kill somebody. Right. I mean, they also had the Kasumi, uh, Kasuni Gara or whatever it was called. The, oh, the, yeah, the ball and chain weapon? Kusarigama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, also the three. I, that, right I, I shit you not, as much as I like that weapon, it scares the fuck out of me. Because <laughs> it's so brutal, but like, things like that, like, I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, so I'd like to see, like, more, like, um, Eastern-based weapons that maybe you don't really see often in video games. Uh, you know, I think maybe they can take some inspiration from, like, the, um, from other Koei Tecmo games that kind of make use of, like, more, uh, obscure weapon types and kind of just, like, put that into Ninja Gaiden and see how that would work, because I'd like to see, as as much as I like the hard-hitting weapons in Ninja Gaiden, I'd also like to see, like, stuff that would make Ryu maybe a little bit more agile as well, uh, where, you know, speed is more, uh, more, um, you know, applicable applicable or just you know uh, applied to in that that particular weapon I guess I actually got uh, a good idea um I want to piggyback off of what you said Dom about yeah. them putting in some cannon from the old Ninja Gaiden games I think didn't personally they had like some characters that came in from the original Ninja Gaidens but the backstories were not expanded on too well because I remember someone said like Irene and that guy Robert was in yeah, Ninja Gaiden. I, Irene Lewis, Sonya, and Robert Sturgeon makes a cameo in a 3. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it seems like Ryu just knows them, and then he goes on to do his thing, and there's not really much backstory there. So I think what could work is setting up a connection. Um, that's the best way they could possibly do it, because Ninja Gaiden's plot is a little bit thin, uh, but they have a lot of lore, so I think that more backstory will be nice. From what I'm reading, there's nothing saying that they're actually directly connected. I just well, know that supposedly he knows Irene already in this universe. That's it. Well the, well, well, the way it's supposed to go is that he doesn't meet Irene until Ninja Gaiden I'm 2. Back. Hello. Okay. Yeah, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't meet Irene until Ninja Gaiden 2. And by 3, you know, they're still pretty tight. But then... Like Ninja Guide, the original NES Ninja Guidance take place timeline wise after the modern games, apparently. Oh, that's right. weird. That is... uh, which is why I was saying that for, you know, if they ever make a four, which they haven't said anything, they're just kind of contemplating on it. Uh, I think it would be great to have have a game that connects the two and just kind of, you know, maybe lead into like remakes or something of those Actually... original three. Actually, that actually gave me an idea. Why not just take the original games, mix them together, and make it into one game as a whole? Yeah, because they did the same thing. They did the same thing with, like, Dead or Alive Dimensions, where it was, like, every game from, like, the story from games, what, one through four, like, background, a little bit of background stuff, but also, like, the main storyline all packed up into one game. I also yeah, have, right. like... Um, one one last thing to add real quick. I didn't mean to cut you off, Brandon, but uh, Ninja Gaiden 2 had upgradable weapons where the weapons change after you upgrade them, like, to level one 3. One had that as well. 
Yeah, I I, I I was thinking like maybe if they had weapons do that again, then maybe they could have the upgrades give you like new properties and new moves. They, so they already do that well, as far as new moves or properties. Actually, will could work. Hmm. Um, they also did that with Nimpo. When you upgraded the Nimpo, sometimes you'd see like the effect kind of like it gets get stronger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like but... especially in three, they're like a little bit overpowered, which I do like personally. Especially <laughs> when the fireballs, man, you shoot five of them out instead of three. Right. Um, but you know, just to kind of shorten up my list because I know there's we, we're kind of limited on time and you know other people want to go um, as far as like forest concerned other than that I would really like to see some like return to like ninja Gu guide in one style of level design because um, you know I, I really like seeing the amount of colors that the first game had it was very vibrant and I, I kind of like that I agree um, oh hey, someone has some static hey shot came by man I check one two one two. What is he shocker now? <laughs> Get back here, shocker! I'll chase you to the ends of the earth. Go ahead, Tom. Just continue. Oh, um, but um, yeah, you know, it's just like like stuff like that. I'd like to see just the uh, level design kind of return. Uh, definitely new weapons and not. You know, just to kind of vary things up as far as weapons are concerned, more like agile weapons that are more uh, speed-based rather than like raw power and just you know slow hitting or slow movement and you know things like it's that. Because yeah, more like speed, uh, you know, things like that. I think that would be really interesting because I I do like the amount of speed you can get with some of the weapons. So something that's more dedicated to that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, you know, and then I guess you know. As far as like anything else is concerned, uh, styles I think could potentially work kind of like you were saying, Ren. Mm -hmm. uh, it just depends on how they implement them. If they go more for like the Neo type of style where you get different stances, it would work potentially. Just you know, they would have to test that out. Um, I think the last thing I would mention is that uh, Ninpo. I just I would like to see more of that, like just more different uh, different ones than. Uh, we've seen compared to the last few games because the last few games it was kind of just the same stuff that they recycled from the first game so I would like to see more you know more that that are new and just uh, different with different types of elements and uh, attributes maybe I was they thinking can take maybe, some pages from Neo I was thinking maybe like Nimpo infused with weapons and having like some so cooldown yeah something like that would be pretty cool so like an earth style weapon mm. Alright, so we're moving on to question number four. That was a long one, but it was very interesting. Also, real quick, um, to go off what Dom said before, for recycling, only two and three recycled from each other. The first game, the impulse were completely thrown out. But that's it. Alright, so we're moving on to question number four. So, Brandon, could you read that off, please? Uh, yes. What are your thoughts on the later ports in Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2, i.e. Black, Sigma, Sigma 2, Sigma Plus, Sigma 2 Plus? Mm -hmm. uh, well, for me, well, obviously, Black and Sigma are the far superior versions of you know, the first game. Black was cool, Sigma was cool, but I kind of like Sigma 1 Plus for what they're trying to do. They added, like, pseudo-RPG elements with the different costumes or, or accessories for Rachel's case. Either they give you more health, higher damage, um, more defense, uh, and something else. 
as mm. far as um Sigma Two is concerned, they may have taken away a lot of things, but overall it's not damaging like some um, Ninja Gaiden fans claim to be. It's still overall still um playable. It's not broken. I have people the like, oh. I hmm? ha I had to bow out of this question because I never played Black in some of the other ports, but uh, go ahead, Brendan. Yeah, as far as Sigma Two Plus, uh, they it's remotely the same. He took away co-op though for whatever reason but it's probably for the best honestly because the Vita cannot hold the frame rate that well online and um, they added turbo mode which was hype oh they added a turbo mode okay that's that's interesting um i haven't played like personally i haven't played the plus ports the ones that are on vita i'd be interested in trying them out because i know there's like different content in those that wasn't in the uh the console ports of the games uh i kind of wish they would release that stuff for for the console ports maybe even do like a ps4 port uh with you know extra content i guess um but um haven't played the xbox version of the original ninja gaiden so i can't say what's different and you know how it plays but i have played the original sigma and i've played sigma 2 um and yeah i just think that you know those games are pretty good uh i like some of the stuff that they put in there that uh you know was interesting i also really like the fact that they have some stuff that isn't in the uh xbox versions for sigma 2 uh i think that that's pretty cool that there's something different uh so if somebody played it on like xbox 360 and wanted to jump over to the ps3 version to see see the differences that would be a really great way to do it um, but yeah, I, I don't really have any, uh, you know, like major opinions, I guess. What about you, Brian? What about, um, the ones I've got my hands on were Sigma one and Sigma two Sigma plus. I saw a video of it and cutscene wise Sigma plus did justice. But then it's like gameplay-wise, it, it seemed pretty choppy, especially, I don't know if it was the recording or maybe if like the PSP or the Vita couldn't just handle it all that well, hard to say, but... Yeah, it did so, have frame rate problems, but they eventually fixed it. Okay, yeah. Which actually, which actually strengthens my answer a little bit more, but uh, like, so far as I know with Black, it was just an expansion that had like more weapons. I don't I don't recall if it had Rachel as a playable character, but I definitely put... Okay. Well, in that case, I definitely prefer Sigma 1 compared to, well, compared to, like, the original port. You know, extra content, and that that was pretty much a big thing for me, is extra content. Sigma 2, it was the same thing, but I kind of had to give it to Sigma 1. Like, if, if it was a question of which game do I like better, simply because Sigma 1 kept in every aesthetic and because Sigma 2 you know it's like I mean Ninja Gaiden is a violent game that's how it was meant to be mm-hmm. it's like it's not it's not Mortal Kombat violent but it's violent enough to where it makes sense whereas Sigma 2 just just like oh hey you cut it off a head it's like no blood spares like what is this Ninja Gaiden uh, for teenagers this ain't <laughs> man that... in the original you could obliterate that nigga Yes. yes. He would just yes. make four solos. Mm. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Japan. 
Stupid mom. So, James, what do you think on question number five? I mean, number four. Um, I am not a very big fan of Sigma 2 for the reasons of the gore and things like, oh, I can't upgrade whenever I want. I have to fucking uh, wait until the game decides I can, which is extremely stupid change. Um, yeah, that's another thing I agree with. They rebalance some of the combat to where the enemies don't die as easily and it's kind of stupid because isn't it like DMC where you're meant to combo them to death and Ninja Gun you're supposed to kill them as fast as possible? So I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. As upside for is, oh, upside to is you get longer combos. <laughs> so get, if die. you want to put it that way. Yeah, combo mad videos, everybody. Shoutouts. <laughs> as, for, um, as for Black, I've never played Black. I've only seen Let's Plays, but it looks a hell of a lot better than Sigma 2. And they uh, get, Oh no, they did make a Sigma version of um, the first game as well. Yeah. I can't really comment on that besides Black version, so. Um, Sh I like Sigma the story is, uh, Sigma, as far as uh, that port is concerned for the original game, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a. Yeah, had Rachel as a playable character and uh, oh, just no, visually looks better. Visually, right. it looks better, and I think it has better frame rate, right? I like the extra characters. I guess that's what I can say about Black. Cool. So uh, Black doesn't have characters on So let's move on to number five. Uh, can oh God. James, could you read that all, please? Oh boy. Oh. Yes, <laughs> it's that question. <laughs> Everyone, prepare your anuses. Do you no. think another side project in the vein of Yaiba could be added to the series that could use not the main character, Ryu Hayabusa? Describe some concepts of how you would make this side game and what's wrong with Yaiba. Um, first of all, no, I wouldn't make it without Ryu because it's stupid. <laughs> actually, oh, no, you know actually what? me and Brandon talked about this. What about Hayate? Exactly. Yes. 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 I, I, I was yes. actually thinking about this. Why not have a separate Ninja Gaiden game, but it's for the Mugatenchu clan? Yeah, Hayate is supposedly on par with Ryu, so I don't understand why he's not shown more. Hold on, doesn't he give him his sword and it's sort yeah, of implied he, he in 3? Like yes. Yeah, yes. Let me pitch through you this way. Hayate's say... sword is a playable character before Hayate himself. <laughs> That's really stupid. I don't also, understand why he's not in it. Also, James, did you say Akujiki? I think that's the name of the sword, isn't uh, it? Uh, oh, no, it's it's Jim Ramaru. Yeah, oh, Jim Ramaru. You know I had this one the other. Yeah, I'm thinking of Shinobi. Whoops. I'm playing Crash. I play <laughs> Ninja games. How come I don't get to play as the the high bass and wind ninja? Oh, you oh you know what I want. Oh, dude. Just let me just let me finish. You you know what I want. I know it's never gonna happen, but imagine a fucking Shinobi X Ninja guy in crossover. Theoretically, no, that could happen if Team Ninja, um, since Team Ninja and Sega are friends, no, that could happen. Yeah, that that'll blow my fucking mind. If, if not that, maybe like crossover, like unlockable costumes or something like that. Yeah, that could work. An amazing costume. Um, but if you don't mind me interjecting a little bit, like as far as like doing a, a spinoff title or a side project that's still within the Ninja Gaiden franchise um, 
Not in the vein of Yaiba, because Yaiba, I would consider the DMC DMC of uh, the Ninja Gaiden series because of how bad it is. Um, you know, especially considering the fact that uh, the man responsible for DMC DMC is also responsible for Yaiba, uh, Keiji Inafune. And I think we kind of talked about that in our Mighty Number no. 9 roast. But, um, He's a dick. you know, <laughs> you know. When when we if we talk about doing like a spin-off or a side game for the Ninja Gaiden series, I, I think it can be done. It just depends on who's involved. Like if it's the main Ninja Gaiden team, I don't think that um, there's much to worry about. Just hope that it's not like Ninja Gaiden three. Uh, but if it's like if you're gonna try to look for another company to do it, um, Maybe get the Metal Gear Rising director and the development team from Platinum Games. Uh, they could potentially pull off a good Ninja Gaiden game, possibly. It just really depends on, you know, uh, if they're willing enough to do it and how much if they time can they have do it. As well. mm-hmm. Yeah, and how much time they have as well. Yeah, that should um, not be rushed at all. Right. Um, I guess, you know, like, I don't... Like, I'm kind of split with like whether or not a side title uh should should or shouldn't have ryu because on on one hand you can say well they can elaborate on some of the other characters that are in the ninja gaiden universe uh and and even the doa universe but on the other hand doing one with ryu could potentially explain some things about uh what happens you know like like i was saying like it could potentially um they could potentially make a game that kind of bridges the gaps between, uh, you know, the Ninja Gaiden reboot series and the NES series. Um, I also think that there's potential that you can do, like, a game on Ryu's father or, you know, like, um, you know, any of the other characters within that particular universe could work uh, if done right. I just think that uh, it really depends on what's going to happen within the development side of things. Um, but as far as like how to do it wrong, um, don't do it like Yaiba because Yaiba is just like this wannabe fucking edgy ass bullshit that has nothing to do with Ninja Gaiden. Can I say something about that actually? Because mm-hmm. this is because this is something yeah, we'll that. Yaiba. Thank you. But this is something that that does bug me when it comes to like a certain series trying to do a spinoff. Is like, when you really look at Yaiba, the big one of the big things to me that jumped out was the fact that you're playing as a character that you don't know anything about, but it's supposed to be related to Ninja Gaiden, and it's like, it's like who is this guy? Why are we supposed to care about this guy? We've never even heard of this guy. Wasn't wasn't the only factor about him was that Ryu killed him once, and that was it. Something like that. The, the whole plot to the story was that Ryu kills this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. this guy wants revenge because he gets revived as like a cyborg ninja, right? Yeah. Um, and I think later down the line, he just kind of forgets about that whole quest of revenge and just does his own thing. I, I don't even know. I just remember that he kind of forgets about even wanting to kill Ryu or something like wow, that. Wow, what There's is the reason? See and see here's and, and here's the thing about that, because like I said, first of all, we don't know who this guy is. We don't even really we only know that Ryu killed him, so we don't even know his backstory. So it's like, how are we expected to even care about this guy? Number one, number two, it's supposed to be Ninja Gaiden. 
but nothing like the Ninja Gaiden games we got before that even came out. Yeah, so once again, what's the point? Because it's yeah, because it's like because like like normally when you think about the spinoffs of certain shows, it's like the spinoff is supposed to have a main character that was in the original series it came from, so that way when it comes to spinoff, you still care about this original character. And then you build from that character's experience. That's what that's like what y'all were saying. Like if it was a if it was a Ninja Guy inside a game where it was like Hayate or somebody else, that would have made a lot more sense. Oh. But they gave but they gave us a game. They literally gave us a game where not only did we know Jack Squad about the character in the spinoff, it was literally a bad sci-fi B movie. Also, uh, r- real quick, I just wanted to add on to that. My answer is going to be brief. What about a game just in the vein of team missions, like co-op, throughout the whole thing? Uh, I would love now, it. If they, if, they, if they do that, um, if they do that, I think if they do that, they have to, once again, it has to be fire. Char- I was going to say, once again, it had to be characters who we know and actually care about. So, let's yeah. say Ryu and Hayate, or Ryu and his dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, the one thing that I would uh, have to say before you go, Brendan, I just want to say this: if if they did a co-op Ninja Gaiden game, there would also, I would hope for two things: one, for it to not. Code. Okay. Well, before I get interrupted again, um, one don't don't do like mandatory always online sort of thing because I don't think people would want to do that, and two. Um, you know, definitely have the option to just do all of the missions on your own with any of the characters that are playable. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. That online pass in the third game, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, like, it was free in the second game. Why would you do it for the third game? Oh, yeah, because of trend. Yeah, it makes what? no sense. I thought they did away with that now because it's no, not trending didn't. anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, the trend is gone, but it's still there for free. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Fuck them. So, let's move on to... Oh, uh, wait, hold on. Oh. I need to move on. I need to elaborate to my own point real quick. Go ahead. Um, as far as side stories, they actually done one that's successful, which is Dragon's Lord. It's, it's a bridge between um, the first game and the second game. Because if you... There are some references, in, mostly in Sigma 2, that if you didn't know the story to Dragon's Lord, you probably wouldn't get. Like, yeah. if you do Ayane's um, mission, um, that chick was the main villain in the first game. Not the first game, um, in the um, Dragon Sword. Which yeah. chick are you talking about? That Spider Queen. What do you mean, Obama? Yeah, Obama. Obama? Obama? Shut up. Obama, Nikkei, and Ishtaros were the three ones you had to worry about. Because they were trying to bring back Vigor, but instead you got the. Well, actually, they brought back the Holy Vigor Emperor, but what they wound up with was the Dark Dragon. Yeah, the Dark Dragon. <laughs> All right, Brennan. Um, let's move on to, to number six. Uh, could you read that off, please? Yes, Sapphire. I mean, you're really good. Uh, what is the best build? <laughs> what is the best new addition to the 3D trilogy? In, in sorry, 3D trilogy in regards to a new technique. Hmm. I like, like I said, I like the still on bone mechanic. I thought that was pretty great. I think that could be expanded on, to be honest. I'm not sure how it worked in vanilla, but I don't want to know how it worked in vanilla because everyone says that game sucked. So, there you have it. Honest, uh, I'll elaborate that on the I was going to say, honestly, 
bone on steel felt most of the time it felt random because you're too busy getting surrounded by enemies who keep popping up until you kill them all yeah that's like, the thing you must keep your eye out and once you see that cube go for it but yeah. um the best way to do it is dodge and then hit triangle although they updated it in razor's edge 3 on how you could do it but random we'll leave you to figure that out <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, anyone else have any questions for number six? You mean answers? Uh, answers. Whatever. For number six, um, hmm, well, like I guess, I guess the best new addition would be just the fact that, um, you know, like, what what am I trying to think of? It's um. Oh. Yeah, I guess, I guess the co-op aspect, because you don't really, you kind of see that here and here and there for for um, you know, for hack and slash games, but the, it's not a very common thing. I yeah, kind of wish that was a standard. It is not frequent at all. You know, so I guess I guess that's the thing that I can give it is is co-op. You know, but it should be a standard. Hmm. Yeah, they yeah, Capcom tried a little bit with Devil May Cry 3, but it, it it wasn't quite the same. It was very secretive, in my opinion. Like, I, I didn't know that existed until someone told me, so um, yeah. it's blatantly obvious in the Ninja Gaiden series that there's co-op now. Yeah, because they wanted people to actually come together and play at the time, which, hey, that, that was a good thing. I anyway. never played clan battles in Razor's Edge, but... I did. I, I, was H how it was it? Um, I heard it was shit. I played, actually, I played vanilla, and in vanilla, um, they had this thing where you can walk really slow and you turn invisible. Oh. And you could one-shot stab people if you, if they got close enough. Well. well, the thing about it was that they nerfed it and made it borderline useless, because that's literally all you do multiplayer, because trying to do combos online is, uh, cancer. <laughs> like people would much. get out of your combos. It makes no fucking sense. How do you get out of an Azuna drop? See, something like that. Yeah, is that and like James, that thing you described where you're going visible just from walking solely. That's that was the meta. Everyone go invisible and fucking hope some idiot runs past you. And it was really just from like the stealth mission, which is like stealth mission in the main game on online multiplayer, that's not going to work the same. I don't know why. So they had Nimpo in multiplayer. They had the fucking Void. So you can imagine how broken using Void Nimpo was. Oh my god, is, isn't Piercing Void the one where it looks like a Kamehameha, but it's purple? It's yeah, a, it's, and if you, you get hit you, by it, you're dead immediately. Jesus. You literally, you literally, throw a, you literally throw a black hole at people. Um, which, is, which is ironic, because when you try and use it against Genshin, he can dodge. Uh, they had arrows too. If you manage to headshot somebody, they're instantly dead. But that's hard to do. Okay, that's just stupid. Well, I imagine something, something in the vein of clan battles, but maybe uh, they could put something more balanced for future iterations. I don't know. I'm just sort oh, of. Run, there's more. Oh, there's more bullshit. Oh. There's if you want balance, you know, there's this stupid thing. I don't know what it is. Sometimes a character from the series will come in, and it's usually Ryu, and he just kills everybody. He's an AI, and he just fucking kills everyone. And if you kill him, I think you either win automatically, or you get, like, a big bonus to your team or something. But, man, that thing is on, like, fucking ninja master mode. You can't kill him. It's impossible. 
Jesus. He kills like eight people at once. It's ridiculous. So, um, I think this we was, need to. Um, this was number six or number. That was number six. Oh, okay. So. I, I can read off number seven if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, have you played Vanilla Ninja Gaiden 3? Let's have a quick discussion about some of the things that Razor's Edge changed in regards to the updated version. Do you think the changes in Razor's Edge were any good over the vanilla version? This discussion um, ain't gonna be quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it's not. Um, oh, like I said, I've played a little bit of both versions, uh, so I can't say, but I know about a lot of the changes in that, in, uh, you know, Moving on from Vanilla to Razor's Edge, um, I can say that, like, you know, definitely the inclusion of, like, all of the, you know, DLC weapons that should have been unlockable, as well as some other weapons uh, that weren't in uh, Vanilla 3 were nice. Uh, the fact that you can also play as other characters was nice, because I don't think that was an option in Vanilla 3. No, and dismemberment returned in Razor's Edge, which was also a nice thing. So there are some there are some nice things in Razor's Edge, but you know it's still overall an underwhelming product. Um, you know, I think the only thing that I would say um, that I kind of liked about Vanilla Three is the way that the steel on bone animations kind of worked. Um, but I think that what should have been done with those instead was that uh, maybe like you would see an enemy that's like stunned or something and uh, you know maybe like there is something that like indicated like a like a flash or some kind of signal that you would know that you can do that and that would be like a um, I don't know like a quick finisher where you can like regain health or something like that. Wait, um, say it again though. Wait, Steel on bone the way that the way that they made that in Vanilla Three because it's not in in uh, Razor's Edge Three. Like some yeah, of the animations, like the, like you wouldn't see like, um, or even like some of the uh, cuts, like whenever you did steal on bone, you wouldn't see that in um, in Razor's Edge. Like sometimes where you would just like cut somebody down, and you'd see like a huge cut mark on their body. Uh, like you don't you don't actually see that in Razor's Edge. There was yeah, actually. Uh, I was gonna uh, say you. There actually was a way you could trigger that in Razor's Edge. Is. Like, Ren, I know I said earlier that I wasn't going to tell you, but do you care if I say this now? Because it is kind of relevant at this point. Uh, go ahead. All right, so there's this thing where, like, okay, you know you know, basically the, the grunts in, like, the very first level. There's this thing where they'll have, like, their little stun rods or whatever, and it's like when they have this dark red and blackish glow around them, it's brief, but when that glow happens they try to attack you but then you attack them that's when the steel on bone happens you have to dodge first as far as I'm concerned because now if it get you it will do a lot of damage but if you dodge and then press triangle you will go back to it immediately and then you perform a chain depending on, on the level you're with it yeah you have to counter them yeah you don't have to counter per se well more, more or less it's like it's not necessary to counter but you know it's like is a weird kind of setup in that it almost works like a counter. Alright, so, oh, so since... you know a stupid thing that 3 did? Um, after you finish a battle, the key um, disappears. Oh yeah, what? I fucking hate that. Thanks what? for that wasn't vanilla. They removed that in the Breeze's Edge, thank god. Well, what did you say this was? The key. It took um, away your key meter. Yeah. Oh. Info bar. Is it, isn't oh, yeah. the only way to get it back by going to those fucking falcons and getting it filled oh, that's up. That's your health. 
That's yeah, health. That's, that's that's your health. Your that was health is. and saving and upgrades, I think, as well. It right? doesn't apply to the keyboard? No, the keyboard in the vanilla, once you finish your battle, it will heal you, whatever is left inside of it. So if you didn't use it, it will heal you. And then you, you get to pretty much rebuild it again in the next battle. That's so dumb. Oh my god. The only good thing about 3 is that key did build up kind of fast, but the bar was so long, it was kind of weird. So yeah. it was a dumb thing they did. What? Where if you hold up or something on the D-pad, Ryu could heal himself slowly, and it wasn't even worth it. Doing no, Nimpo yeah. healed you. It, actually. it takes forever now, and doing, I'm racist edge. Doing Nimpo healed you anyway, so I was like, why the fuck would I do that? Especially yeah. the dragon. Yep. Oh, yeah, God, I, I think Brandon said it best when I was sort of talking about that game. The best way to heal yourself is to not use that fucking eight-hour healing technique. You're, you're better off doing still on bone. That's the only way, because uh, I've been in fights before where it's like, um, Ninja Guy and Razor's Edge feels like when you go from one fight to the next and you barely have any health, um, since there's no potions, there's no real way... To revive properly without using still on bone. Um, now that fights um, last way too long because he's busy guarding and hopefully they do still on bone. And you die like you will die more times than you should in one fight alone, especially on usually, usually over yeah. stupid stuff. Exactly. Right. I think that um, you know, you know, I, I've had that small experience, but I can say without a doubt that um, you know, like the first two Ninja Gaiden games, yeah, they're frustrating, but at least you can get through them. Ninja Gaiden 3, on the other hand, it's frustrating because it's legitimately unfair to the uh, to the players. Oh, and, exactly. and there's something I want to talk about on question, like, fucking... No, it's not in the document, but I just wanted to say, like, worst boss battles ever was that last boss, Kana, in Ninja Gaiden 3. I hated, <sighs> I hated her so Dude, much. You can cheese that boss, too, by using the staff. Or oh, easy really mode good. where the game auto-dodges for you if you suck. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, though, so I spent the whole time trying to kill enemies to get, like, more key to finish yeah. her off, and that is the so stupid. <clears throat> the staff is actually the best weapon to use for key building, because it will rack up, like, like white on rice. I'm serious. By the way, how bad was it, before you go, James, how bad was it before they patched in the ex extra weapons in vanilla? Because bad. You only had the sword. Yeah, you only had that's sword. what I'm asking. That's so stupid! The, oh my yeah, god! Fact, you only fact, had the dragon sword. Matter of fact, just to add insult to injury, when the game came out, you just had the sword. You know what they did when they updated Vanilla 3? What? Some people. They gave you the scythe and one other weapon, and that was it. As DLC before they, they patched it in. Exactly. They gave you the scythe and um, lost the Falcon Talons. That yeah. game sounds like an abomination. <laughs> the, um... Yeah, I think their whole thing, too, was for, like, the promotional stuff. They were, like, they wanted you to feel like you were Ryu when you were using the sword. Like, that was their whole thing, was that, like, what? they just, they wanted you sword. to know about the sword. It's like, what the fuck is this? Don't want to you... joke. No, I'm not even shitting you. You can go back to, like, some of the E3s with, um with uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, and they were just like, yeah, we wanted you to get the feeling of using a sword as Ryu, and it's like, what the fuck? Ninja Gaiden VR? Because, like, look, look, you can say that, sure, but, you know, before that game came out, how would anyone know 
that it, they meant that you were never going to get any other weapons as an unlockable thing. You were just going to use a sword. You know what it sounds like, Don? What? It sounds like a Wii U commercial. Like, tagline. Well, well, Razor's Edge was on the Wii U, so yeah. It was you know on the what? Wii U before, I think, oh, before it got the uh, other ports. It was. James, um, the Wii U version is actually the worst version. The best version is, the, I think, the PS3 version. Mm. Yep. Also, can I can I state something we can all agree with? What? Do you see this motherfucker? Which motherfucker? Oh, no. That. Oh my. James. This is my fucking problem. Fuck that, that goddamn oh. game. Oh, hey, These the alchemist. Take Twenty minutes to kill each. The alchemist. Each. Fuck the. You know, I think I think what was it? It was um in the demo. You have you have two missions and you have to get like uh, master ninja rank or some shit in yeah. order to unlock Kasumi. Oh, uh, Dom, you and James were there when I was doing those dem that demo. Mm. You and the guys were there. I've experienced... I swear to God, I should have timed how long it took me to kill one of them. By the way, there are ninja trials where you fight like ten of them. What? <gasps> oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I remember How the them. fuck are you supposed to beat ten of these guys? They never stop blocking. They never stop oh, blocking. Yeah, they, never they never stop blocking. They never stop moving. They're always firing stuff at you. Yeah, and then the they you can't combo them for shit. And then they can grab you. And they drain can grab your you. Yes. Not even drain yeah. your heat. They can drain your health. No, no, yeah. They drain your Creed ripoffs. Drain your um health, which gives you lasting damage. Which I'm sure you guys know what that is, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, they're literally um, they're uh, literally the reason why you'd probably fuck up on your rank. Exactly. <laughs> they're probably the reason why you quit the game. That sure as was it, my reason. All right, man. All right, so I was motivated to unlock Kasumi that night. And I was happy when I did. All right, man became Virgil for a night. All right, let me let me let me let me cut in. Uh, I think we need to move on to the next question, but we already kind of covered the still on bone thing, so I want to rephrase it. How would you necessarily change that if there was a Ninja Gaiden four to be a lot more accessible to use instead of just dodging and counterattacking someone like? How would you change it up to make it Do you it mind more... if I uh, reiterate what I was saying earlier about that? Shoot. Go ahead. Um, so I think that what it would be would would be great for that is if like you know you did something in particular that damaged the enemy and like a and put them in like a critical state or something. So like this. I guess not even dismemberment, but just something that would you know you would get like some kind of visual cue I guess to let you know that hey this is the time where you can actually do some major damage to these enemies and possibly even kill them mm -hmm. using steel on bone and you know perhaps get like either key back or, or uh, health back depending on the type of enemy and depending on like the visual cue and, and things like that I think that um, you know doing it that way would actually work a lot better instead of doing the dodge counter attack Actually, I disagree with that because with the dodge counter, it actually requires skill. That does legit require skill, not just being up on your enemy. Because you gotta have fast hands in order to perform that, especially when you're in the middle of a fight. So it's actually a 50 50 high risk, high reward type of thing. I was gonna say, there was actually something, something that just came to mind now that I think about this. It was something they did with Vanilla 3, and you know maybe they shouldn't have changed it the way they did but it's like in vanilla 3 you knew an enemy was ready to have that uh that obliteration technique done when they would let out a big gush of blood but they were still alive 
Like, they made it too easy in Vanilla and uh, Rise of Edge. Yeah. They actually made it work. They actually make it work for it. Yeah, and I was thinking like if they were gonna if they were gonna if they were gonna do Steel and Bone technique again, like do something like that where it's like they let out a, they let out a gush of blood. It doesn't even have to look life threatening, but it's like it's, it's kind of it's kind of like how Mortal Kombat damages. It's like him enough times, and then they look a little worse for wear. Then you can do Steel on Bone. Yeah, and so I don't want to like get the, uh, the X-ray also, moves from. Also, okay. real quick, run before you go, Dom. Um, it just hit me. Um, when you dismember somebody, they will commit suicide. So that's another way to do Steel on Bone. Oh, oh yeah, you mean when they so lunge at you and that. try to attack you? Yes. They will do that. They do um, kamikaze. Hmm. So yeah, that's another way for them to do Steel on Bone. So if you if you don't dodge, you're screwed. Dodge. Yes. All right, so we're going to move on to number nine. I want Mr. Bow Double Dawn to read that off, please. What are your favorite characters, weapons, and ninpo to use in the series? Uh, for me, definitely got to go with uh, Momiji because damn waifu tier. I will elaborate on that, <laughs> you guys know. Um, but as far as weapons are concerned, uh, for the first game, I actually really like the... Um, what was it the dragon sword i don't personally like using a lot of the other weapons in the first game so much um but the second game uh the dual the dual katanas they really improve the um kasurigama that's really good uh sigma had this like big like buster sword thing that was like, that broken sword. as fuck the devil r is my personal favorite um what else did they have they had the um the Tonfas were also amazing. I hate the Vigorian flail, by the way. I really do. Um, but, you know, other than that, I, I really love those Is weapons. The nunchucks or the... Nunchucks. The, blade, the, the sickle nunchucks. Oh, the chain yeah. sickle? No one ever used that. I use those. And that shit really good for racking up. Um, it's Hold good on. for crowd control and racking up combos. Um, the the ball it. and chain? No, the, no. the other one. The Vigorian oh, dude, the flail fucking the nunchucks are good. What the hell? Yeah, I don't I know, like right? I don't like the uh, Vigorian flail. I really don't. I'm gonna tell a story about that when it when it's my turn. But y'all go on. But um, as far as like the uh, Ninpo is concerned, uh, what is the name of that dark one? The one that's like piercing void. void. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. I, I really like that one. I don't so, uh... <laughs> Okay, can uh, I uh, go? Yeah, yeah, go yes. for it. Okay, so I guess favorite characters, I will have to go with Ayane. I think she's pretty cool to play with, with the explosive. Which version? Uh, I, I like, well, I don't know why, but I like the second one a lot more. Kill uh, yourself. Man, <laughs> I, I, I do like the Razor's Edge version, though, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I also think that as far as weapons are concerned, I really, really like the uh, Wolverine Claws. I don't know what they're called. but oh, they're uh, called Falcon Talons. Falcon Claws and Talons. Yeah, the, the Falcon Claws and the Tonfas, the nigga beaters. Um, so <laughs> 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 that's what, uh, that's, that's what uh, shout out to Rockaway, that's what he calls them, the nigga beaters. So um, there's also the Nimpo, which is the one that like sort of cuts everything in its path. Uh, the wind one? Yeah, the wind. I, I really like that one. That wind was bleeds. pretty good. Wind bleeds. Yeah. I'm always a sucker for Inferno just because I like, I don't know, fire's cool, so. James, how about What about uh, weapons and characters, James? Characters, like, 
Um, Preference-wise? Yes, to play with. Uh, I always just stuck with the Ryu for the most part, uh, but Kasumi's okay. Kasumi was actually really good at three. What favorite, favorite weapon-wise, other than the Dragon Sword, uh, the Tiger Fang and Dragon Claw were awesome. The dual katanas are amazing. Um, the Tomfas, of course, the Nigga Beaters are hype. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going away. Um, oh, no, no. the Lunar Staff is fucking amazing, too. Mm -hmm. The second game the ultimate really technique. Yeah, the second tool. game, the ultimate technique sets them on fire, too, actually. Didn't You're the tool. second one also have them, like, um, have, like, some chain and ball kind of, like, they, coming out of them? The third, the, I think the max upgrade, they have chains with spiked balls on them. And, 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 and the site is hype too. In the in the words of Stink Meter, I got three stink nunchucks. Ah! <laughs> this I'm man sorry. is crazy. <laughs> that, was, that was a funny moment for me. It was uh, like this old man is in hell beating up demons that could tear him apart. Like what? Well, Brian, okay. um, <laughs> getting back on topic, what's your favorite uh, characters, weapons, and info? Uh, Ryu. Kasumi, Ayane, I did like Rachel. Favorite weapons, Dragon Sword, naturally. The Plasma Sword, if you got the unlocking Vanilla One. Uh, I like the Vigorian Flail for for for, a re for something that happens in 2, which I'll tell the story in a little bit. Oh, I know what uh, you're saying, but go ahead. Uh, I also like the Dabalaro and the Emma Sword. What else was it? And, uh... I did like the Kusarigama because I experimented a lot with that in Vanilla 2. Oh, the ball and chain type. Yeah. Favorite Nimpo was Piercing Boy, the Inazuma, and uh, um, Kasumi's Rending Wind. And while this isn't a Nimpo, I did like the, uh, what was it? Rachel's um, fire, flower thing? Uh, not, so the, no, not the, no, not the flower thing. Not, not. I, I said that, but not the flower thing. The uh, blaze of Ouroboros, where she brings together fire and lightning and makes light. But uh, anyway, there's this weird thing I would do in Vanilla Two and in Sigma Two with the Bagorian Flail, because there's a point when you're in that temple in South America, and you got to go all the way up those that long path of stairs. And you just have black spider ninjas coming at you, right? Oh, so, so what I would, so what I would do, I take the, I take the Vigorian flail, and I start going to town. And when enough, when I kill enough enemies, I let another crowd come in. I absorb the, I absorb the essence. And when he does the, um, when he charges up to the maximum, oh, I just, I just, yeah. When he does the, when he does the maximum ultimate technique, it's like I just let it go. I go to town, and I would get like. What, 300, 400 hits or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, like I had, it's like I had, I had so much fun with that. I was like, it's like I started thinking myself, is this ever gonna stop? Or well, do Mr. I want it to stop? Well, Mr. Brendan, uh, what about you? Well, for me, mm -hmm. uh, it depends on the game actually. For the first game, um, Ryu, because Rachel, while she's fun, she wasn't fully fleshed out. Well, she's still not though, but she was better in the second game. As far as two, uh, I actually do like I play as Rachel and Ryu a lot. I like Momojin though, but I will get on her in a bit. But as Ayane, I 
hate Ayani and X. <laughs> like, I hate playing as her. She's been brainless. Like, no, no, not, not that she's not not that in there a lot. I'm talking about in Ninja Gaiden. Her kick combo sometimes miss way too much than it should. Like, she was, like she, she 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 go. She, it's like her kicks they could be useful, but it's like they made a point of making her fast. Yeah, like she's still too fast for her own good in that game. Yeah. It kind of yeah. felt that way with uh, Kasumi, in my opinion, to be honest. But well, um, Kasumi, um, she and, actually hits her target. Yeah, Kasumi, I think. Kasumi, I think, is like a more balanced version between Ryu and Ayane. Yeah, I'll touch on that in a moment. Um, as far as Ninja Gaiden 3 goes, uh, I got to go with Ryu just because of extra weapons, but. Admittedly, uh, Momoji is a lot better in Bridges Edge because she has a lot more moves. She can use her magic at any given time. Her tempo is a little bit better, admittedly. She's overall better, and so is Ayane. She's a lot better in Bridges Edge. But the real star is Kasumi. She is a beast, but her nipple kind of sucks, honestly. Mm. It's one big Kamehameha, but it's very thin. Yeah. So um, I did the characters right for weapons. Um, don't have a favorite in the first game. Second game, the Emma thing, because, you know, reasons. And the third game, uh, Dragon Sword. And the twin, the, the dual blades. Archfiend and Dragon Claw. Oh no, that's right. They did give you the Archfiend. Okay, that's another blade I like actually. Same. What about Nimpo? Nimpo. Uh, the first one's in, in um, the in the Zoma, the Lightning one. Second game, uh, Pierce and Boy and uh and the Fireballs. Third game, the Giant Dragon. That's all you need. <laughs> Pretty much. The first game, the vanilla version gave you just the dragon and. That was literally, it was like you literally just fought just so you could use that. Hey, and it's only uh, hype in that game. I know this. Yeah. I don't mean to diverge a little bit, but I need to ask. Didn't the um, for the regular dual katanas? Didn't they say that like uh, famous swordsmen potentially use them? I think they were hinting at like Musashi. Yeah, but they're not a. They're just katanas. They're not um a balkan and a sword or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I know they're just dual katanas. Um, possibly. Alright, so we're on number 10 right now. I'm going to read that off. Besides Ryu, what are your thoughts on other playable characters in Ninja Gaiden and who would you like to see be added for future iterations? We kind of talked about this, didn't we? I well, think we did. added characters, we did. But it's probably about another one. Like, have you played some? I'll just keep it simple. Hayate, add that man so he can Izuna drop some people. <laughs> Master to win. Let's get. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. I I would have to agree. I think I think there's a lot of potential for that character because I don't. I think they only make reference to him, but don't actually have him in in the Ninja Gaiden games. Dude, it was so weird that um that cutscene and Razor's Edge where like Ayane gives him the sword and then you sort of find out later is Hayate. It's just like so She's weird. Like, didn't she say Hayate said? Something to him or something, a message or something. Yeah, it's a borrow. Like turn it when yeah. you finish. <laughs> Return it when you're done. Yeah. Didn't didn't he break it though? No. No, he, that he, was the. Uh, he broke the sword. He broke the yeah. Yeah, that really pissed me off how they broke that fucking sword in three. Wait, which sword? <laughs> the, the one that uh, from the from the Wait. Black Spider Clan. 
You mean the Archfiend sword? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, you broke the coolest looking katana in the series. Exactly. I, whoever decided that was a good idea, they should fucking smack themselves. I can tell you, I can tell you exactly why they set it up for that. Because they want, because it's like when you think about it, it's like the Archfiend sword breaks, and yet somehow the giant dragon sword the goddess uses turns back into his regular size, and then Ryu gets and he uses the dragon, the dragon's eye, and so he destroys the giant, the giant goddess doll thing, and even though he used it to cut through the little girl, it actually doesn't kill her, when you think about it. He didn't cut her, actually, he only cut thing. Oh, I thought like, the lore with the dragon sword is the only slays evil. That, that was pretty much the thing, is that, is that somebody like Ryu even though it would have cut through the girl, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have actually harmed her. That was pretty much the whole thing about that. Also, I feel stupid. How has no one mentioned Genshin as a playable character? He's dead, though, boy. That would be nice, actually. Back, maybe? Oh. Does that have to be canon, just like for co-op or ninja trials, just for fun? They could potentially do a prequel game where, like, maybe Joe and, and him face off. Yeah, they were friends at one point, I believe. I think it would just better to have them in like the ninja trials in a co-op mission. Yeah. Hmm. Just as for fun characters. Alright, so we have question number 11, so Mr. Brandon, could you take that please? The follow-up question 10, how can Team Ninja include the other playable characters in later Ninja Gaiden games? More moves. Well, yeah. yeah, for starters, they need to add a lot more to the other characters. I get Ryu's the main star, but... That's one thing they like behind is giving the characters more. At least to their credit, they'll embrace they actually added a lot more to Ogi G and Ray, not Rachel, um, Ayani. But they didn't add no weapons or new nimble. They replaced one for um, Momoji, but not added another one. If anything, she should at least have two. The one from Sigma 2 and the one she had in the third game. Yeah. Also, different weapons. Like the whole gimmick between Energy Guy and his Ryu is the balance type for all around because he has played heavy and light weapons. Ayane is the fastest, Kasumi is balanced between speed and um swordplay. Rachel is heavy and so strong technically. And Momoji is the agile one. Something they could fix. Um can we have weapon switching already? That I would have to agree with. Yep. Um, no, that's it. That's not actually part of the question. I don't care. Actually, we discussed that when you were gone, James. <laughs> yes, we uh, did. I would, I would, I would like to just say um, before we move on that as far as like other characters that have either been playable or haven't been playable, uh, unique moves that aren't like you know tied to like any of the other characters, uh, new weapons that like Ryu hasn't used or any of the other characters have ever used, although having those weapons as like unlockables maybe that would be nice for like new game plus and stuff but definitely something that uh we haven't seen before in in, in a ninja gaiden game i think that would be great uh, yeah. that's also as a personal hopefully if they bring rachel back give her more sword i mean well hammer and um gunplay because she has combos that can mix both together she's kind of like a pseudo democratic character if they actually give more work to her Oh yeah, yeah. I really like yeah. Rachel to be honest. Uh, last time I played She's the first, one. yeah, that hammer man, it's no fucking joke. So 
We're moving on to question number 12, Mr. Devil Hunter James. Could you read it off, please? Sure. Name some of your favorite and worst boss battles in the series. Uh, I'll let one of you go first while I think of one. Uh, I, I don't have a favorite, actually. In fact, I don't like none of the bosses. Only I one like I really like is freaking Genjin. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, Genjin was cool. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll list the ones that I, do, that I did like. Um... In one, there was the fight with Gamoff. There was the fight with Doku. Uh, Gamoff, Doku. Gamoff, Doku, and I guess Murai. Like, mainly, I, mainly I just like boss battles against characters. Yeah, against human-shaped enemies, because it's like, they're, they're just about unpredictable, really. Well, Murai oh, yeah. is simple as a starter boss, but... When you yeah, play he, that shit on Master Ninja, oh my god. Yeah, because he's a yeah. stupid friend. Mm -hmm. I, also, I also did kind of like the Dragon Balls, because that took a little bit of doing. I, you know what? Smaugen. Okay, who in here likes Oma? Who? Oma, the boss. The, and um, Oma? Ninja Guy 1. Yes. The fuck Oma. Yes. The yes. fiend? No. The fiend no. lady? Yes. No. No, no. isn't she oh, the yeah. one that uses her she, blood to attack you? Bitch. Yeah. No, yes. The, no, the Just one sister. Yeah. Oh well, fuck, Alma. fuck both of them. Oh my god, I hate them. Oh, personally, I like Alma two better than one. One, just about broke my spirit for a second until I finally figured out how to beat her. <laughs> dude, oh, dude, those those shoulder charges. Oh, I could not stand them for the life of me. I usually like flying swallowed into those. Well, I I, I, I didn't ha I didn't have that mentality, oh. so I kept getting guard broken. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I think she's more annoying in three actually because they do return old bosses in Ninja Gaiden three, six, yeah, on Razor's Edge. Because mm -hmm. those stupid skull trials. Man, skull trials suck. Man, no healing. Like, you know what? what? You know what? You know what? Like I remember in like the the reason those boss battles suck is because the mechanics in three. Are so different compared to like the first the first game or whatever game it came from, because like, yeah, because like try fighting Doku in three. Oh, I must have yeah, done. I must have. Yeah, I must have done it like five times before I was like, screw it, I'm done. So I, I, I fight those bosses. So. Also, worst bosses, real quick. Worst bosses, the end boss and ninja guy and Razor's Edge. Kana, fuck you, fuck you, no, fuck you. You know what's worse than Kana? The dude before her. Her father. Oh, oh, you mean the, oh, um, what is region his name? Of the mask. Yeah, the region of the mask. I hate him too. I don't like him either. A AKA. I, nah, no, no. It just Cliff, hit me. Um, There's one, one person that is worse. There's one person that is worse. That is Shadow Ryu. Oh, yeah. Oh, from wait, wait, one Ryu or Shadow Ryu? No, from, um, um three. three. Oh, the Epigonos. Yes. Don't you fight Fiend Ryu, though? Uh, I, I call him a Shadow Ryu, but it's still Fiend. Doppelganger, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, Fiend, Fiend Ryu is the doppelganger you fight in a Sigma 1. But he is actually relatively easy by comparison. That's because you can exploit him for being stupid. Yeah, but Epigonos is just dumb. Yes, yes he is. Yeah, like, so, so what, like, is, is his attack pattern just, like, bad? Or no, what? it's just the fact... Thing sucks. No, just the fact that he's very aggressive, and, um, I think... 
what he likes to do is every he'll time you get, you he'll combo you to death and do all this ridiculous shit that's really hard to dodge. And I think the area is very small too, so yes. um, when you're fighting him, you don't have any room to breathe. And then, nope. and then, he he can ultimate attack you, but the weapon he will use this the most is with that stupid scythe. Scythe is awesome. Don't even insult the scythe. Yeah, no, against you though, it's not good. good. Look, man, the scythe is awesome up until you go against him. Oh, yeah, because the scythe is a ranged ultimate. Exactly. And a close one, too, which is really mm. broken when it ends. Oh, that's why I thought Koss would love that game. <laughs> so, we're on number 13 now. I was going to say something really quick because oh. I didn't get to go for number 12. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. uh, but I was going to say that for my favorite bosses, uh, Doku from the first one. Um, I think it was it was Genji, right? For yeah. uh, Genji and Genshin, yeah, Genshin and two is great. Yeah, I fucking love that fight. Yes. Uh, hard as fuck, but I I really love that fight. Yes. Um, haven't played any of the uh, haven't played through the entirety of three, so I can't say. Don't bother. Uh, but as far <laughs> I kind of want to. I I want to be able to play it so that way you know I see. What no, the I'll give you my copy. Save save yourself. Save uh, yourself. Please. But um, as far as worst bosses, fuck Alma in the first one, um, and fuck Mariah in the final fight. Fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> he's, man, he's, he's, he's he whips out his giant dragon. Hold on, isn't that when Shut Mariah up. transforms? Yeah. Yeah, he he, he takes the uh, black dragon sword and uh, becomes a demon or a fiend. Um, as far as two is concerned, fuck the spider boss that uh, Ayane fights. You talking about Obaba? Obama. Is that is that her name? The the yeah. fucking uh, oh, yeah, she, maiden or whatever the fuck she is she, for the black the, uh, spider. She's Michelle Obama. Shut up. <laughs> Obama's, Obama's the witch of the black spider clan. She is very evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fact, she she's so she's so evil. They brought her back in three. All right, so I think I think we need to move on to question thirteen. So, um, who wants to read that off, Brian? Uh, well, how about you? Because I don't think you read anything for I, a while. I, right? I did. I, I read. Did I read the last question. Oh, fine. I'll read did it. you? Yeah. Where, I'll, I'll, I'll read let Brian take this one. Okay. Where are some of the Where are some of the best and worst aspects of the three D trilogy? Major guy in three. I think we're all in. I think we're all in agreement there. Well, yes. no, I can top you on that one. Yeah, Fucking Yaiba. <laughs> oh my god. That doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Not can't. Um, that, as far as best aspects, I think I mentioned this earlier, the uh, platforming is actually really good for that, uh, for the series. Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever played a uh, hack and slash game with excellent platforming. Not a war uh, platform. I'll give credit for that. Wep weapon variety. I really like the amount of weapon variety and uh, the level design from the first game is probably my favorite aspect. You must have a lot of hammer space for all those weapons. I, I'll Every say hack and slash guy does. I'll say my I'm I'm pretty much in agreement with Dom. The fact that the level design is really good in some of the Ninja Gaiden games. Uh, worst aspects definitely stuff like Razor's Edge. Definitely the fact that. Um, the key meter is just really stupid in that game, along with the healing. Uh, I think that they shouldn't go back to stuff like that. 
Yeah, I have a follow-up question after we finish with this one. Mm, go ahead. Oh, uh, are you done with this question? Yeah, I'm, I'm done personally. If anyone else wants to go, they can. Okay, uh, well, what is your favorite stage from the Ninja Gaiden series? Mm. Mine I is the Tokyo, mine is Sky City Tokyo from 2. Yeah, I really like that opening stage in the second game. It's really good. They have really me, great music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did. Like, for me, well, that's another question, actually. Well, for me, um, it's the Sky City Tokyo and um, the water stage in 2. Oh, yeah, isn't that in Rome or something? Yeah, of all places. I yeah, think... Also, I think the stage in the first one needs some love too. The fact that it starts Hayabusa out in the temple. Village? Yeah, Hayabusa Village. It I, looks beautiful. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Hayabusa Village is probably one of my favorites in in the first game. Um, I also like the uh, the city that you go to during the nighttime because it's it's very uh, you know very different. Yeah, like, and then it, it's very contrasting when once you go into it's the It's a foreign daytime. country. Yeah, so I really oh. like that aspect of that city. But I, uh, not only um, Sky City, Tokyo in the first game, but uh, I would also say uh, toward the towards the end of the game, uh, where you go through like that. Um, what is it? The um, that was it. The volcano or cave or whatever the fuck it was. There were. They were inside some some shit. And what game? The, the first what one. Happened? Is it the first no, one? No, the second one. Second oh, one. That's uh, Mount Fuji. Mount Mount Fuji, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Mount Mount Fuji, which leads oh, I forgot one. straight to hell. Yeah, that one. I, I I'm on that stage too. I just was playing it a couple of minutes ago. That is some irony, though. Hmm? All right, so. Hold up. Uh, also, the Manhattan stage for Ninja Gaiden Two is pretty hype. When you go to New York City. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, I forgot that you shit's fight. That cool, the, man. I forgot you fight the fucking Statue of Liberty. That shit was awesome. <laughs> that was the high, That was so fucking hype. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. Fuck you, freedom. Is the anime canon to the uh, Ninja Gaiden story? I don't uh, think so. Nah. In terms of the three D, nah. in terms of the three D trilogy, no. Well, no, because isn't the three D trilogy connected to the original NES series? Loosely, it's, it's, it's loosely. It's it's, con it's connected, but I think that from what I can tell, that anime probably is more connected to the NES stuff. Yeah, which timeline wise, the any the NES stuff came after the three D ones. Yeah, that's why I say loosely because timeline yeah. wise. Because I, I was going to say, like, you know, he, he can just be like, look, I whooped the Statue of Liberty's ass once, I'll do it again. <laughs> which, which is which is rather ironic, because after Rachel shows up in Manhattan, then the statue's back where it's supposed to be. So, we're moving on to question number 14. What's your favorite costumes in the series? Um, I gotta go with Fiend Ryu. I fucking love that outfit. Oh, um, man, dude, I have so many... But I'm gonna let some of these guys go first. I got one. Well, I have a few, but um, can we count the ones from DOA? Yeah. Um, they're actually in Ninja Gaiden 3. On the shirtless one, you're talking about. The that's shirtless it. one is sick. The coat one is sick. Um, the fiend Ryu that's in DOA that I think is in three is pretty hype. The fiend, the fiend Ryu that they, the fiend Ryu costume they had the black and white version. Yeah. In, uh, in Ninja Gaiden 2, that was the one I like. 
the skull one is the one I'm thinking of. The Have one you... that was uh, save data transfer unlock from oh, yeah, the Epigonos. from vanilla three to three Razor's Edge. The Epigonos. Whatever yes. the skull one is, it's also in DOA five. I just said it. Okay, then you're right. All right, what were you saying, Brandon? I was saying I got quite a few favorites though, like the well, the ones James just mentioned, the shirtless and the coat one of Ryu. I gotta get a DLC sooner or later. Also, um, the Joe Hayabusa costume too. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna add that in as well. I like the fact that you can play with the white version that looks like his dad. Um, Have you guys seen the multicolor on costumes in Vanilla? No. Oh, dude, the gold one was sick. Come out, come Isn't there an Vanilla army too. one? Yeah, there was a camo one for Vanilla too. Oh, I like, think there's also one. another variant of uh, Fiend Ryu as well. Yeah. Okay, so. But um, I, for me, it was, because um, I have a few. Um, I kind of like all of the Fiend variants, but I think the one that's in 2 is my personal favorite. Uh, cl definitely classic uh, Ninja Gaiden Ryu is pretty hype. Um, what else? Uh, 2 also had the uh, Joe Hayabusa costume, but it also had the... Uh, it also had the uh, Zhao Yun Dynasty Warriors 6 costume for Ryu. Which I think is in Sigma, and you can unlock that, but you have to go through like Master Ninja, I think. Uh, but but it looks pretty cool. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I think I think I have to agree with James too. Like the Fiend costume and three Razor's Edge is pretty nice as well. But um, like I said, my personal favorite is two. Uh, Dom, look in the chat. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah, that one. That yeah. one's my one of my personal favorites, but I, I like I said oh, I like them all. I was, I forgot about that one. He kind of looks like an alien. Mm. <laughs> you know, actually, if you don't mind me diverging a little bit as far as like the fiend costumes are concerned, because me, James, and uh, Brandon kind of talked about this oh, at I one point. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. Um, like, so we were talking about like what if um, the Ninja Gaiden series kind of introduced like their own like version of like devil trigger but instead ryu turns into like um, a fiend um that's a later question actually Save that is it yeah, yeah it, it's a story question oh fuck yes then we're gonna go ham on that question mm -hmm. all right if i take that one um yeah sure number 16 right yep. yeah but we're on 15 now yeah but we're on 15 so could you read that off dom please yeah, so number 15, uh, what are your thoughts on the ball-busting difficulty levels of the <laughs> trilogy? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't say that with the Ball story. buster! Do you ever have any significant problems that hindered your progress? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's, that's a yes for everyone. I mean, you know, Ninja Gaiden's always had that reputation for being hard. Uh, the yeah, first two games, you know, the first two games, they're hard, but they're rewarding when you can play them. They're kind of, I, I guess you can compare the difficulty to something like Dark Souls, um, you know, it's hard, but it's <laughs> a lot hard, faster. But, hard, but when you definitely complete something, you you feel accomplished. Three, like I mentioned before, from what I've played of it, it just kind of feels like it's more unfair to the player rather than, you know, something that when you complete it, you feel very rewarded. 
I got one. Or, well, I know a few. Um, I haven't played one much, so I don't know about how that goes, but uh, two, um, the stupid, obnoxious amount of coon exploding kunai spam is unfair. <laughs> James, I will make you happy, sort of. Sigma 2 um, tied down the shuriken spam. The only thing you can do in vanilla is um, do moves that are like invincible, like the Azuna drop and shit to get out of it, because you're constantly bombarded by those. Weren't those um, uh, dogs annoying as well? The ones with the swords the dogs in their mouths? Could, the, the dogs, the dogs, dogs oh, okay. the flying swallow a lot. <laughs> so what kind of dog has super speed? Ninja dogs. It's a dog. Also, not Maybe only that. Um, no, Same there's difference. more. I think we already said this, but the stupid alchemist taking like 20 minutes to kill one of them, yeah, um, they didn't need to be that hard Dude, to kill. Dude, what the fuck was... Alright, I, I agree, because in terms of difficulty, I hated that fact that they could make fucking shields and shit, like the mini shields they out of their hands. They keep coming back after you break them, that's that's what's even worse. Yeah, that was so stupid, and it, it was just more annoying than rewarding, in my opinion. But, but guys... It's magic. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that the difficulty in in the older games like one and two, um, they were really balanced. Um, but for three, I just didn't like it entirely. Um, but it, it made you learn too, especially with the boss encounters. I think the first boss kind of kicked my ass, and it was the same with the second boss as well. The guy on the horse. Uh, oh, then I learned, yeah, then I learned how to sort of beat him and all his minions, so, uh, it's really rewarding when you get to know the pattern. Oh, and the fact that everything loves to auto-dodge in 3, like, incessantly auto-dodge everything. They took, like, they took It's either block or they dodge. Mm hmm They took lessons from Piccolo. Yeah, that, I, I will agree, it, 3 mm -hmm. started to get bullshit way too early, especially with the spider boss. Dude, they can block the flying swallow. What the fuck? Yeah, they can. They actually can. Like you expect that from the bosses, but not common enemies. Two, they I'm used to be a little regular bit Regular grunts can do it. Two, they used to be a little bit more open, but uh, that's how I feel about it. Um, some games were really balanced well. Some others were balanced poorly. Um, obviously, progress was hindered, but eventually I got past it. I'm kind of fearing playing Ninja Gaiden 3 on a higher difficulty level. I'm trying... But uh, I Brandon, am not. Do it. I, I'm doing it right now. I am Thanks, not guys. liking the beginning segment at all. I'm just telling you guys that now. Um, oh, you think that's Ninja Gaiden Three Razor's Edge? Wait till you get further. Master Ninja. I do, Master do Ninja. Ninja. Do Ultimate Ninja. Oh my god. <laughs> so. Um, so look at chat. Brian wanted to take number sixteen, right? Um. Yeah. It's time what the fuck to go. is that? Wait. That's uh, being from the first game. Oh. Well, in the Yu-Gi-Oh um, form. Actually, above that Yu-Gi-Oh card thingy, uh, that's the armor that I was talking about earlier, the uh, Zhao Yun Dynasty Warrior 6 costume. Oh, that looks, it looks pretty like awesome. a medieval knight. Yeah. It's, it's also... actually, yeah, it's actually for Dynasty Warrior 6, if you've ever seen uh, Zhao Yun. Also, why, I can never, I can never remember which, which one of those twin sisters was which. Is that Nikkei or Ishtaros? Um, it's Ishtaro. Okay. Alright, so who wants to read 16 again? Uh, Brian? Brian Go ahead. Yeah, ball and ball head. Brandon, don't make me make the joke. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> <clears throat>
Ninja Gaiden always had thin story elements but very expensive lore. Is there a particular piece of lore in the story you want to see expanded on heavily if Ninja Gaiden 4 was ever announced? Yes, this does include a Fiend Ryu arc. <clears throat> um, first off, Fiend Ryu was actually a thing close to the end of Ninja Gaiden 1. But he broke that curse. But as far as the lore, it would have been nice if maybe at some, like, if they do a Ninja Gaiden 4, because I already talked about this, or at least mentioned this earlier, they show, like, they show, like, a more visual representation of that creation story that you find in the books in in a Ninja Gaiden 1. Because it's like, it's like the story for the games as far as like the fiends or whatever you only get very minimal details as far as like what the cutscenes tell you but you actually read the text like the book of Vigor or whatever it was called that explains like how the universe got started how the fiends came about the arch fiends and all that mm-hmm. it tells you it tells you everything you need to know and I was like it'd be cool if they show something like that in the story and then, at the very least, they show you who Gogan was. Because Gogan's supposed to be, like, the dark entity that was accidentally created when Gurdu formed the universe and whatever. So Master it was of like, the universe? Huh? Masters of the universe? Shut up. <laughs> the point is, that's, it's like, that's the thing I would like to see, because for two or three games, the fiends were, like, a big plot heavy thing in the games and even when you see the NES games it's like you got stuff where it's like dark magic and evil and demons and stuff like that so it's like if they just show that visually that's all I ask right um for me like I I was saying or I was gonna say earlier too uh, was that like I'd like to see like a mechanic kind of revolve around the like fiend um like maybe you can have uh, Ryu kind of like have like a pseudo devil trigger thing where um, you know maybe they can use one of the older forms that he's already had or maybe they can make a new form man it's free for the love of god <laughs> you know like like you know wh- whatever they do like whatever they decide to do whether it be a new form or an old pre-existing form uh, I think that'd be pretty cool maybe like they can do something where like depending on the costume you have you have a different form uh, but I, I think that would be pretty cool to see something like that where like maybe your attack power and speed might be a little bit faster and you can take a little bit more hits. Or at uh, least, but, you know, some, least, something something yeah. cool like that. But. Or at least maybe Actually, give him like a at least maybe give him like a dragon fiend sort of look because it's like given that fiends and dragons all pretty much given pretty much given that everything all came from the same source and given how easily Ryu was turned into a fiend, it's like. Dragon Fiend's not out of the realm of impossibility. Actually, I had an idea um, for the whole thing. Why not use um, the Fiend form from the picture I posted earlier from the two as a like a as a pseudo devil trigger thing? Yeah, that particular design, because that design actually would probably be more fitting for Ryu, because it actually looks like Ryu aesthetically, which is like a like silly skull. Yeah, because hey, they. Uh... Not silly, dude. <laughs> It's because they have like the armor pieces that that he usually wears, which I can yes. kind of see how that would work. Actually, I think the uh, the other form, the uh, the first form that they had. Uh, hold on, let me the find blue it really one. Quick. No, no, the uh, the red and black. I I got it down. Oh, you got it. Got um, it. yeah, because oh, that weird one. 
that form from the first uh, Ninja Gaiden game, like that could also work if we're talking just so that um, if we're talking about like ha- him having a form where it still looks like his armor p- pieces and sets are still like in place, even though he's a fiend. Um, like, I think that would kind of work. Although it, it's like I was saying too, it's like um, if they decide to do it where uh, depending on the costume that you have on, you have a different form, but it's really only a, an aesthetic thing, not really a gameplay thing. Gameplay wise, it, it would have to uh, be implemented somehow to where it fits in the story, but also works in gameplay terms. Uh, what about you, Ren? Um, I don't have much to say on this one, considering the fact that I am going through the games again for like the second time so I'm trying to catch back up but clearly there's some stuff that needs to be connected a little bit more in my eyes like the connection of this game to the older games I think that should be expanded on just a little bit more have a little bit more backstory Um, I would like to see more stuff with the fiend mechanic because as Brian said I think it was sort of touched on uh, but it was only brief, so maybe they could have a mechanic. I kind of thought that the cursed arm was going to head in that direction with Ninja Guy and Razor's Edge, but it really didn't, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, but you, 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 you actually just reminded me of something. Because mm-hmm. I have remembered this a while back, but I didn't think too much of it at the time. So, like, lore-wise, we all know about the Dark Dragon Blade, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, you got the Dark Dragon Blade, carved from the bones of the very Dark Dragon that was killed way back in ancient times, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you got this, but then you got the Blade of the Archfiend. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then you got the Dark Sword of Chaos in the NES games. It's like, are, are, are there any other good weapons besides the besides the Dragon Sword? It, it, I can't be the only one thinking this. I, um, yeah, um, what's his name? Hayate's Sword. That's one of uh, the... Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, with the dragon sword, it was well, early carved. Here, is he good? Yeah, like, because it was carved from the bones of one of the dragons that got one of the good dragons that so got killed. So you mean ancient well, weapons? Yeah, like an well, ancient there's... good weapon that counters any of those three weapons besides well, just the dragon sword. I thought well, the battle is, um, was good. Just, well, um, there's some excellent. Um, what's the name? Momojin's um, Nagata. That was carved from like dragon's oh, teeth again. Or Naginata. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I was hoping, yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm kind of hoping for something that's like on par with, with like, because you know, Dragon Sword when it has the dragon's eyes on par with the Dark Dragon Blade, it's on par with like Blade of the Arch Fiend. You know, I'm kind of hoping for another weapon like that. Technically, it surpasses the um the Dark Dragon Blade because well, you know it, it cuts yeah. through his evil. So regardless of how strong the blade is, the the sword, dragon sword, will cut right through it because you know it's pure evil versus pure good, and you, know, you get that idea. Yeah. All right, so we're on well, number seventeen. I didn't which game go yet. Oh well, go ahead, Brennan, and then we'll wrap up with seventeen. Yeah, because actually, I want them to expand more with Rachel and um, Bill. Uh, I want to spend spend more on Rachel and Ryu, their relationship, because from what the DOA standpoint has it, they're still in contact or so pretty close. The so, only... so like, I want to see more of the interaction between the two. In response to that, the only thing I can think of is that maybe they could be still friends because 
you know, because you know Ryu and Irene, they still get together and whatever. I didn't mean like a um, relationship, I mean, like you know, as friends, like what they be doing together, like or just, okay. like being together and whatnot, you know, that type of thing. As far as um, Irene is concerned, as like explain why her boobs are huge, like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggle physics. Like her fun bags are like bigger than Renegade's head. <laughs> Shut up. The best thing that ever came to DOA in Ninja Gaiden 3 is the Jiggle physics. That and the one when you control it with the controllers. Yeah, the six axes. Even when the character is dead, you still can shake their boots. That is so funny. You will work for me from the grave? So, I think we need to move on to question 17. Who wants to take that one? you I can do it fine in closing do you have any passing thoughts on the NES trilogy and have you played any of those games uh do you mind if I go first for this one go ahead uh so I haven't played them but I kind of know a little bit about them they're apparently hard as fuck uh they are one thing that I know that's kind of funny is that the third game removes healing items just like the third 3D game Kind of ironic serious. how that happens. Um, they they removed healing items and I think they removed the ninpo uh, items. I think it was, but uh, don't quote me on that. Um, but I think that uh, what would be really nice is if they kind of took the sim took a similar route to what Capcom did with um, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, where they kind of um, upscale those games, redo the pixels for them, and uh, port them over to the current gen consoles so that people can uh, have an easier time to find those games. I was kind of uh, thinking maybe like a 2D sort of uh, side scroller or something like that, or maybe like something like so Strider. A, so a 2.5 or a 3D remake of those games? Yeah, something like that. That would be pretty fucking sweet. Um, but I have played the original Ninja Gaiden games. They are hard. Uh, I I just like the quality in them. They have a certain quality, even in the NES era, that you know a lot of games really didn't have going for them, like cutscenes and shit. They had um, good music, obviously, and they had like some very very challenging difficulty. I think the bullshit thing about those games were the pitfalls, though, because every single time. Um, oh. you get hit, you will fall back like 80 feet and die. So I'm kind of glad that the 3D game sort of remedied that by not having that many pitfalls. But at the same time, I can appreciate the quality of the NES games for the challenge and for the boss fights. So mm. I do definitely think that maybe they could do something in vain of Strider, where it's like uh, they just update it completely and make a new game from that while they're making Ninja Gaiden 4 if they're making it. So, who else wants to go? Uh, for 17, was it about again? Uh, the NES games. Have uh, you played I haven't them? played them, but they look annoying. <laughs> they, they are. Um, that yeah. that mechanic where you get hit and you fly like 60 feet back, that is annoying as shit. Because there's no recovery frames at all from that, so I'm sort of glad there's no pitfalls in the 3D games. What is it, like, Castlevania? Well, well, yep. there actually now that I think of it, there is a pitfall stage. That's the stage where um, there's like a dinosaur that you have to fight as a boss, and he's like all bones. 
Um, but that's the only stage that really has it in the first one. Um, that was an Ninja Gaiden too. The Bone that Balls. Was one. That was no, Ninja Gaiden yeah, the bone yeah, ball. Yeah, that one where you go into the uh, catacombs. Yeah, the catacombs that had a hazard where you could fall to your death. But other a ninja fall to his death. <laughs> I don't know, but it was there. I, I do vividly remember that because I think I beat that boss like about a couple of weeks ago. Look, look, look! You you also have to question this in Ryu's case because the man can turn into a fucking bird. Oh yeah, in 3 they made it so he could do like this fucking flying falcon shit and kill people. <laughs> no, 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 cause in, I think they've always established that he can turn into a fucking hawk and just fly away. He can't do that. Yeah, in the first, in the first game, well, game? At the end of the first game. Well, yeah, the, oh, that's first. some, that's some secret Naruto bullshit. Well, well, the last thing I wanted to touch on and I know it's diverging, but um... In Ninja Gaiden 1, when Ryu got, like, sort of killed by Doku, did he die, or, like, yeah, they, had, they had some weird cutscene where it was like he died, and, and then the falcon, the, the falcon came down, and it sort of, like, looked at him. Well, yeah, the way... the yeah, he was killed, and Bird came in, brought him back to life. Yeah. Well, the way I understood it was that it wasn't, I, did, I thought, I didn't think it was necessarily the bird, but it was like, I thought, like, when they had that strange little duel and Doku killed him with the dark dragon blade, maybe the dragon sword kind of protected him as well. No, uh, they never established that, so that's uh, kind of a weird theory, actually. Now I think about it. Well, it's like when you, well, it's like when you look at the cutscene from the vanilla version, it's like you see that little lightning charge on the sheath of the sword or something like that. The part of coming from the bird. Or that was part of the electricity from the um, the sword because from the dark dragon blade because it did have an electrical effect after um he sliced Ryu. Yeah, but I was just thinking like I was just thinking like maybe this maybe the dragon sword protected him given given the properties of said sword, you know? Yeah. But that's just me. All right, I think it's time to do these outros. So, Mr. Brian, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as the Milk Dud Artist at BrianWord1. And uh, I do good fan fictions. Oh, I'm, oh, not, I'm not some angsty teenager. I'm not some angsty teenager. I actually went to school <laughs> for creative writing. Alright, so, uh... <laughs> These idiots would know if they actually looked at my stuff, but they don't. <laughs> so, uh, James, how about you? Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at DevHunterJames, uh, here on TCP and the BioDevils podcast, where we do those. Where he and... balanced down before Virgil. No. Nice try. And on Twitch TV, uh, slash the Hero James. Alright, Brendan? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at ArcaneMagic514. And of course, as usual, with these guys on the Bio Devils and TCP podcast, you know, same old, same old. Mr. Dominic. Yeah, it was a fun discussion. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, Mr. Dominic, what about you? Uh, where can you find me? Yep. Um, so you guys can find me as uh, BioDevil underscore Dom on both YouTube and on Twitter. And on Twitch as Dom twenty four nineteen ninety six. Uh, tomorrow, as far as announcements are concerned, or rather today, because we're ending off today, 
later today, we're supposed to be interviewing Dan Southworth. I still haven't gotten any word from him as to as far as um, you know uh, what format we're going to be conducting the interview on. But hopefully, I get that in a couple of hours, so that way we kind of move the process forward and get that interview out as soon as possible. Uh, but other than that, I think we're good. So uh, look forward to all that good stuff. So uh, give an outro to Mr. Reapers since he was listening in the whole time. Man, hey, just, what? Just I'll about oh. to say, just say this nigga dead. I ain't dead. I, I almost died, but it's alright. Man, I forgot you were here. Shit, my headphones about to die. But uh, you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at uh, Reapers240 as well as Pornhub, uh, YouTube, <laughs> Twitch, where I do some shit. I'm also on the TCP Twitch where I do uh, streams of neat things. We happy few, hopefully, on Saturday, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's a uh, show guy as well. Yeah, Camor, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's it. Alright, and you can find me on Twitter at RenOperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative, playing I Am Bread, the best game ever, <laughs> the game of the year. Stupid. We we all know this. Bread fulfills his dream as the loaf ninja. Okay. You'll also find this man playing with the port buns. Oh yeah, that Fuck too. No, you're fucking. You, you, what was it? Pandas. Man, don't fucking suck a panda titty. You're never serious. a whole nigga without a pork bun. No, you never no, no, you're never a whole nigga without a DC logic. God damn, just edit this already. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's let, let, let send it here. Turn these. left and go. Just, just turn left, yeah, motherfuckers. Just turn left, and we will see you guys next time later in YouTube land. Caca. <laughs> I, I stopped it right when you said caca.